And then there were three. Welcome to the World Cup road trip. Francis Leach here, still in Moscow at the Salute Hotel, my Soviet bolt hole. If this place ever gets five stars, they'll be black stars. You know how you can spend too long in one place and the cabin fever starts to close in. Maybe I'm feeling a little bit like that, but I'm not alone now because the Croatians have turned up en masse. Red and white checks everywhere. They're a jolly lot. I like to dress up, lots of party hats and, and, uh, and funny looks. Unlike our English friends who tend to congregate seriously in the, uh, in the foyer, drinking beer tersely, talking about it's coming home. Not a lot of joy from them at the moment. I think they've got squeaky bum time before game time. A little bit nervous. Uh, but yes, tonight it's here at uh, Luzhniki Stadium in Moscow, England and Croatia. One hasn't been to a final since 66. One has never been. So somewhere along the line, there's going to be some kind of fairy tale lived tonight. And um, mixed feelings about it, really. England was so kind to me while I was there. Had a great time. Had a lot of English friends who genuinely, genuinely, passionately want this to be their time. Thinking about our recent guests and Max and Daniel Norcross and the greatest tool guide of all time in Martin Denyer as well. I want the best for them. I want them to be happy. And then there's our good friend Ned Zelich, who uh, messages first thing this morning with a message that simply said, Game time! Boom! In typical Zelich fashion. Um, he's uh, enjoying whatever this has to offer. He wants some individual brilliance. He's trademarked that phrase. That's his. But he's a football nut and a purist. So today is that day for those who want to see the best be the best. Um, I'll try and catch up with some of the people on the way to the game, find out how they're thinking and feeling, and uh, bring you a bit of flavour of World Cup semi-final day in Moscow. So Tony, we're on the Salute Express again, that bus you know so well. Uh, leaving the Salute Hotel, uh, down to the uh, Yugos Abednaya, our homeboy metro station, with a bunch of Aussies. About to go and watch England play Croatia in a semi-final. And uh, as you know, we need to check the mood here. Uh, okay, you guys, who's supporting England tonight? England! England! Wow, how quickly they've here turned. We here we go. Peter! Here we go. Peter, are you supporting England as well? No. <laughs> I'm always amazed at that. I know Sean here is. Sean has been with us from the start, but he's, he's torn. Yeah, because I'm, I'm torn. Look, I, I, I was born in England. But, but I'm Australian through and through. I, I, I really, it, it really struggles me to say it, but I'm going to support England. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the red and white stripes. I think you're having a bit each way, Sean, because you've got the red and white stripes on. So from a distance, and with somebody as poor eyesight as me, they could look like Czech. So you could yeah, possibly be, be Croatian tonight as well. <laughs> it, how does it feel to be going to a World Cup semi-final, Pete? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Have you been to uh, many of these big games before? Never. Wow, so you're a World Cup semi-final virgin. <laughs> total, total virgin. What happens tonight then? What happens tonight? Okay, I need an opinion, Ian. What happens tonight? Uh, Croatia 2-0. 2-0 from Croatia. Kai, what do you think? What do you think? This is this is going on the World Cup Road Trip podcast. They're going to live with your prediction forever. What do you think? <laughs> Look, it's it's sacrilegious to be going for England. As it is, Kai. You've got a green and gold shirt on. But unfortunately, I think they will win tonight as well. Maybe 1 or 2-0. 
what do you hope for, though, Vic? What, do you, what would you like to see with, beyond what you think you'll see? I think Croatia in a penalty shootout after extra time. Who misses for England then? In your in, in your sort of like who, in your vindictive dreams? Who? Because somebody's soul will be crushed and they'll be forever remembered for missing for skying a penalty or maybe crashing it into the crossbar. Who would you like that Englishman to be? Uh, Sterling, definitely. <laughs> wow, Raheem still has got it. We've got a couple of other people on the bus as well. Hello, what's your name? Ophir. Ophir, where are you from? But my English is lousy, so... so where are you from? Israel. Oh, that's okay. My, my uh, Hebrew is terrible, so we should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're visiting from Israel? Yeah. Uh, which team are you supporting tonight? Uh, Shh, are there me. any Croatian here? <laughs> <laughs> England. <laughs> Why? Why for you England? Because of the English mandate in Israel uh, 50 years ago. Ah, uh, there you go. No, so I'll, th- I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, tell me the truth. What's your name, sorry? Because, because we are supporting blood, sweat and tears. Blood, sweat and tears. Oh, Churchill. Yeah, it's kind of. He's not playing tonight, you know that, kind don't of, you? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Well, I promise you, tonight it yeah. will be the finest hour. Oh, wow, he's rolling out all the Churchill quotes. <laughs> he's, oh, well, we're just about at the... Uh, of course, we will be speaking diff- totally different if there are any Croatians around. So, uh, <laughs> and have you just arrived for these games? Yes. Yeah. From Tel Aviv or from Tel Aviv? Ah, oh, there you go. Well, We've been also in the game yesterday, yeah, which was terrible. <laughs> when is Israel going to qualify for a World Cup? Yeah, 60 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't be around to see it. They need to get a hurry on. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, good to talk to you. Look, we're almost at uh, the metro station, so we're going to get these guys to the stadium. And uh, rec- about uh, a few questions for, for Sasha. For night. Sasha. Oh, look, Sasha, she's been a, a podcast regular. Sasha, how are you going? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's your prediction for tonight? Um, I'm going to cheer for England. Sorry, guys. You're going to cheer for England? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Quickly they all turn. All right, we'll see what happens. We're going to get on the metro, and by then I reckon we'll start to feel the vibe tone uh, as we get closer to the stadium uh, as uh, we build up to the big game. These guys want to get in there early and soak it all up. As we know, that's the best way to do it. And we're hitting into a bit of a Hugo Zabadnaya traffic jam. See if we can get out without being run over. Tony, we're back on the Sonic Youth Express. It's screeching its way towards Sportivnia and Luzhniki Stadium. Lachlan's with me. He's just landed in Russia. Has this been an impulsive trip for you just to come for this part of the tour? Yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, more so just to end the tour. My, my holiday is to just finish it off on a high note. So were you watching the World Cup and said, oh, I've got to have a piece of this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, while I was travelling around Europe, I wanted to, I wanted to do it, so I booked it. So how did you get here? Did you have to uh, move heaven and earth to be able to get here? Um, yeah, a little bit. I had to move, I had to move a lot of work around and um, free up a lot of time, but it worked out in the end. Now, Lockie, you've got an Australian accent, but you're wearing an England shirt. Please explain yourself to me. My dad's side of the family is uh, from England. England versus Croatia. I'm not going to go for Croatia. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Can I ask, you've had to get a ticket. Are you prepared to tell me how much you had to pay for it? 600 US. Six, six, you did well. You didn't yeah, face value. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I was, ha- I was happy to was happy to spend that on the ticket. It's yeah. a once in a lifetime thing. So yeah, good move, Lucky, because I've been having to look around, and some of the tickets now are fetching upwards of what? What, what, have you, what have you heard? 1800 US. Yeah. Would you pay that much? No. <laughs> no definitely not. Definitely not. I, I was happy when I jumped onto it that I I got the ticket that I wanted. So. Yeah. You've done very well, young man, and let's hope the game lives up to expectations. Let's hope so.
Осторожно, двери закрываются. Следующая станция спортивная. The next station is спортивная. Attention football fans. To go to stand D of Lushniki Stadium, please exit at Varabyovli Gore. To go to stands A, B and C, please exit at Sportivna. I'm here at the front of Gate 1B at Luzhniki Stadium and there's some lads with... Uh, oh, they're Forest fans as well. Yes, we they're are. Nottingham Forest fans. They're Forest fans. They're Forest fans. They know a bit about winning trophies. It was a long time ago. They, they do know. Lads, when, yeah, did, well, yeah, when, did, when did you decide to come across? Uh, we, we've been here since tomorrow and we're on it. England are winning all the way. That's us. So were you at home watching the quarterfinal? Yes, just yes, be part yes, of it? yes. We was there. We was at home and it was, it was too much. Itchy feet, we have to go. Oh, we're we're in now. That's it. It's our time tonight. Come on. England. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming. Football's coming up. How you going, mate? What are you looking for? I need... No, I'm doing a podcast for Australian radio. Oh, thank you, my friend. You were looking for a ticket. <laughs> there you go, Tony. That's the flea market that this place is right now. They come up to you, they beg for a ticket, and as soon as you <laughs> produce a recording device, he's out of there. It feels like that scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, that flea market scene there. Everybody's on the, on the make and on the take, such is the, uh, the demand for tickets. As I said, this huge column of, of uh, Russian police in their... Navy blue and grey fatigues march past in a show of force, just to remind everybody what's going on around here today. It feels different though, you know, the sort of festive element to the group stages where it's, it's much about having fun. Suddenly everything's gotten a little serious, understandably so. Less smiles coming in, more, more nervous, painted on grins. I'd imagine if we were in the semi-final we'd feel that way too. Um, but yeah, it is different, no doubt about it, stakes are high. And it's a different sort of crowd too because I think you need to be able to sell your house to get a ticket to this thing at the moment. So it's attracted a, a different kind of clientele, shall we say. Um, but yeah, it's going to be amazing in that stadium tonight. Tony, it's uh, always a colourful sight here, but none more so than Marcel, who is dressed. He's from Brazil. Marcel, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm a crazy matriosca from Brazil. <laughs> Which part of Brazil are you from? Sao Paulo. Ah, you're a paulista. Yeah, paulista. <laughs> yes. And look at you. You are dressed in green and golden blue of Brazil, but you are dressed head to toe in a matrushka doll. You yeah. look like you're going to Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a crazy matriarch from Brazil, yeah. Uh, I'm here supporting Brazil, but Brazil got to go home, so... You stayed, now, though? Yeah, now I'm, I'm sad, but it's okay. Brazil cannot win all the time, so that's that's football. That's happened. You, whatever happens today, you are winning outfit of the day. You look better than anybody else here. Only way I could describe it, Tony, it's a, a long green... <laughs> how would you describe it? A long green, luminous top... With a Matryoshka doll on the front, it's and night six, night six Matryoshka, but I lose some of them I, <laughs> because I, I'm here one month and, and five days, so all Matryoshka is going away. <laughs> did you make this yourself? Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, that, that's true. How yeah. long did it take? I'm crazy. It's, I'm a mechanical engineer. I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> it's bedazzled on the roof. He's got a, he's got a hood on as well. He looks like um, 
He looked like a cross between uh, the Pope and and somebody who's going to Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like, like it's the, the people calls Matryoshka or Babushka. Babushka, yes. Babushka. That, yeah. That's it. <laughs> you must have had people coming up to you from all over the world to say hello. Yeah, say hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, the world. Have a big part. Let's go to the game. Now, who do you want to win today, Marcel? England. Why? Yeah. Uh, because a long time they don't make the, they don't have a title, yeah. title. So they about 50 years ago, now 1966. So it's a long time. So are you going into the stadium dressed like this? Yes. Yes. All the games I was like that. Have you been? You must have been on the television all around the world by now. Yes, I'm from Brazil. Yes, uh, twice, <laughs> twice, twice, twice. <laughs> well, it must be hot in there too. Yes, yeah, very hot. Very hot. Very hot. You're suffering for it's, your art. I'm suffering. It's hot. Very, really hot. <laughs> I say, oh, you are a superstar. You are the yeah. superstar of today. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. take a photo and put this on our website as well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I wear that. <laughs> Thank you. Tony, the hunt for tickets is pretty intense. David he's all the way from Poland. I like very, very too much uh, football. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, you, you are amongst friends, we fully understand. I, I need ticket, but I am from Poland and I like very, very much uh, football. And yeah. this uh, all... So have you traveled just? Have you traveled just for today's game to try and get in? No, I I, I am uh, here in Russia uh, for uh, for one one month. Yeah. Yes, one month. Yes. <laughs> and you're standing here. You got a little sign that says I need a ticket. It's very, it's very delicate. Have you had any luck? Has anyone come up to you? But is the price just ridiculous? I I have uh, 200, uh, 300 max uh, dollars. Just getting back on the train back to. Our favourite metro stop at you guys have a Naya as an army of uh, football fans poured off it, tumbled out of it to get it on the Sportivnia. And the smell, and the, <laughs> as the doors opened up, you know how they talk about back home in Australia, Lynx Africa being the, the scent that tries to cover all sins of the teenage boy. Um, Sasha, how would you describe that smell that we just encountered as we got off the, the smell that we encountered as we got off the got on the train there? Oh, it's hot here. <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, wow. Imagine scent O football fan bottled, fermented, and then uh, unleashed about five days after it was produced. That's what it smelled like. Wow. One smelt never forgotten. Nope, we don't smell like that, Tony, when we're on the road. I use a better deodorant. So five minutes in and England are ahead. We're not at the stadium. We are doing it Soviet style tonight on a grainy television in a suburban Roscoe restaurant. Only way to watch. And Gareth Southgate just standing on the edge like he's um, seen it all before. What a free kick, Francis. I mean, huge confidence for them to do that early in the game. And um, look at that again. He went for the most difficult option with the free kick, didn't he? He wanted to curl it around the wall and hit the top corner, which uh, effectively the part of the goal that he wasn't oh. defending. The wall should have protected it. And he absolutely nailed it. <laughs> and England, the 1-0. The 1-0 up and it's only five minutes in. <laughs> so, Michael Edgley, Green and Gold Army eyes are on the uh, World Cup semi-final. 15 minutes in now and England have uh, consolidated their, their lead with a very assured performance since they scored. And Croatia look a little rattled. I've got two observations, Frank. I think the first observation is that 
England are playing in the angel white strip <laughs> and uh, Croatia in the Stasi black. <laughs> so just the, the stereotypes uh, of this World Cup just running completely beautifully at the moment. Has that given them the moral high ground? I, look, I, I don't know, but effectively... Southgate's but, Angels, is that what you're calling them? I'm calling them Southgate's, Southgate's Angels, Angels in the angel white strip. The second observation is that the game has changed, hasn't it? Because all of a sudden England wants space to play in. They're happy to sit back and let Croatia push. And that gives them space behind uh, behind the Croatian de- defence to run into on the break. So the game's changed completely than what I thought it would would turn out. It's very early in the in the game. There's enough time for Croatia to work its way back in slowly. They've got the talent. Modric uh, needs to get on the ball. I'm, I'm interested to know whether he'll be man. He looks like he's been man marked at the moment, and whether that will can continue. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a good start, hasn't it? It has been for Southgate's Angels. God, how did that guy become? He went from being the uh, discarded manager of Middlesbrough to being the most important man in Britain. These are the days in which we live. Did you like? So we've travelled nearly thirty-two minutes, and it's still one 0 Edge. I just happened to, as you know, it's Football World Cup, Francis, and I do get around, and I was at the uh, FIFA hotel, and I was catching up with some people I do a little bit of work with, and one of those people was a former Wimbledon junior that was a Wimbledon junior with Gareth Southgate, and Alan Pardew was, was, was the coach. And uh, there's, a little, there's a group of guys, about six of them that were involved in that program that are still very good friends of this day, and they have a bit of a group chat thing going. And I actually got to see a bit of a group chat where Alan Pardew was giving... Gareth Southgate a little bit of advice and it was advice don't do a dance like me on the sideline and I just got to see a little bit of the chat because it was sort of flicking backwards and forwards I am name dropping here I can do that from time to time but what the advice was was really interesting Alan Pardew was saying to Gareth Southgate in this chat two messages two messages only keep 11 on the park keep 11 on the park and man mark the opposition's team's best player so I just wonder whether Gareth Southgate's thinking about that right now, 30 minutes in. Croatia's had a couple of opportunities. Modric's been getting on the ball a little bit. I just wonder whether he's going to put a bit more time into Modric. Might be an idea because he seems the only way forward for Croatia at the moment. Look at you reading the inside three lines dressing room chat. Well, not really, but it was (laughs) somebody else's inside. I was looking over his shoulder. Like a good spy should. You're learning all the time while you're here in Russia. KGB style. So it's half-time, England lead 1-0, and they've got one foot in the final. One foot in the final, but you need two, Edge. You need both feet in the final. Well, I've got a match. I've got a half-time uh, semi-final alert from Moscow. You would have noticed I've been spending a bit of time on the phone, Frank. That's because I've been uh, messaging every single silly Englishman I know who wants to pay way over the odds for tickets to go to the World Cup final, Francis. The demand for this will be massive. It'll be huge. First time since 1966. Should they get through, obviously. It's only half-time we're talking now. Uh, Luka Modric, I think, is the key to England getting through. They just have to sit on him, don't they? Um, But imagine that the serious out-of-control demand that's going to exist. So what's your prediction on the the open market price for a ticket? Uh, You could buy a finals ticket um, pretty comfortably uh, from three or four supplies that I've uh, been working with. You can buy one pre this game, pre the result, for 4000 US dollars. What's going to be uh, in the event of an England win? Oh, I think it's going to be somewhere between seven and $8,000, maybe even 9000 US dollars for a So 15000 Australian dollars or thereabouts? Yeah, about 15000 Australian dollars, yeah. Uh, yeah, about that, about that. Um, maybe a bit less. Um, 
but, but I guess if you're an England fan and you've been doing it tough since 1966 and, you, and you're wealthy enough, I mean, you probably would pay that, wouldn't you? If you had the spare cash, you would. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but even if... None of you remortgage in your house. Well, we've, we've, heard, we've heard people doing very silly stories like that. We heard of a brew bloke who sold his house, didn't tell his wife, got, got, got rid of it on the market so he could go to the World Cup. Well, watch out if you're living in Bradford or Liverpool. You want to check the mortgage deed's still in That's the house. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You want to make sure that the, 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 the title is in your name, ladies. Like, you lock up your husbands. Don't let them near the, anywhere. Uh, I just wonder whether there will be some overdrafts extended in, uh, in the UK over the next uh, few days to get people across to it and get... Give them, give them a ticket, but the, um, the craziness of the reseller market is about to go bonkers because we've never had uh, something like this happen before where England, with that demand... And, and bear in mind, Frank, the English fans haven't come. They haven't been here for this, so far this tournament. They've even, there's even not a lot of them here tonight. Um, they haven't been here, so and they haven't been here because they've been scared away, but the World Cup has been doing so well, the event's been going so well, but... Words now got to England that it's... Um, they're missing out. That's right, and it's safe as houses. So, oh, gee, I reckon they're going to come. They'll be swinging, swimming the channel. They'll be going uh, up the Volga River in, in paddle boats. You wait and see it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Well, an hour in edge, and it looks like England are almost sauntering towards the World Cup final. Croatia really haven't been able to create anything. Certainly, they cannot get any meaningful control of the ball possession in the middle of the park at all. It's quite odd. Modric is the key. Uh, in the first half, they had two very good chances where Modric got onto the ball and he created a bit of uh, opportunity. He was, a bit, he was obviously uh, able to penetrate the defence, but it doesn't look like it at the moment, does it? England doing really well to, to block the space in midfield. Croatia really have to go wide and their final ball's letting them down but you know we've seen it before with other games in this tournament it's never over until it's over but at the moment it looks like England's going through the second goal I reckon kills but at the moment they've only got the one and while it lasts like that then there's always a chance but just seems to be following a, a lazy path towards an England France final and Edge Perisic has equalised for Croatia on 67 minutes. England have paid the price for not getting that second goal. They've dominated the game. They seem to be in cruise control. And Croatia never looked likely, but one moment, beautiful execution, and suddenly we've got a big semi-final on our hands. All it takes, Frank, all it takes is one special moment. And that's what it was. Outside of the foot from a curling cross came in. And the, and the big man, he just got it on the outside of his left foot uh, on the near side of the goalkeeper. So, well done. That's a beautiful goal. That is a really good goal. That is a special goal, actually. Just to be able to, to get the technique, or to shape his body right, to get to that ball ahead of the defender. Oh, that shows real desire and technique. Now it gets interesting, Edge. <laughs> and Sasha's back. She was... She was going to come off to the stadium to help the fans out. They can help themselves. She's staying for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> so 80 minutes gone now, Edge. Dynamic changes again, does it? Because nobody wants to make a mistake and both teams will be eyeing off extra time. They're eyeing off extra time, all right. And uh, obviously Rashford's been brought onto the field to try and give England a little bit more potency moving forward. But how, how things change. We were just lamenting before the Croatia goal that they were looking lethargic 
um, second of the ball, um, really beaten for you know territory on the park, and all of a sudden, England's looking like garbage. Uh, and I'm getting text messages saying that. Don't worry about those finals tickets because they're not going to go through. <laughs> yeah, reseller's market is as volatile as the ruble. <laughs> Edge, we're going to extra time. Who feels better at the break? Who goes into the huddle feeling better about their chances? I think it's got to be Croatia because they've had the momentum in the second half. You would think that they would fill in upbeat, scoring that uh, goal that's uh, brought them back on level pegging in this game. However... Gareth Southgate. What would be his message in the uh, in the two piece in the in the suit jacket there and the uh, and the pants? He's looking very dapper. What will he be saying at halftime, Frank? He'd be saying, "Man, mark their best player. Make sure we keep a living on the park." <laughs> I think that's what he'd be saying. He'd be quoting Ellen Page's little advice to him: "Keep a living park on the living on the park, son." And man, mark Luka Modric, which I think is the strategy. <laughs> Well, that's Jack. He's seven. Uh, we're watching the England and uh, the England and Croatia game. We're watching it as a family affair, and it's one each with fifteen minutes to go. England going into the box, nice little dancing, top of the top of the penalty area. Henderson, he shoots, it goes over the top. But Francis, it is a one-all affair. Um, and Croatia have pulled themselves out of the mire and now dominating play, in fact, uh, in what is a uh, very tense and tight semi-final. Um, I'm watching it as a bit of a family affair. Everyone is down here having hot chocolates and coffees. Um, have I already said that? You said it was a family affair. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Twice. I'm being assessed. I'm being assessed by the family for these little uh, podcast updates. So thanks for the feedback, Polly. Who do you think is going to win, Polly? Um, Croatia. Who do you think is going to win, Jack? England. And I think Croatia goal in extra time. So it's come down to this for England. One last free kick. Rashford. The conga line of white shirts inside the box. 1-0 up, 2-1 down, 120 minutes later. Unbelievable stuff. <laughs> Croatia are through. Croatia are through to a World Cup final. It's unbelievable. This tiny little nation in the Balkans. Four million people, four million people can't believe that Croatia are into the final. I, the panel here is trying to stay balanced, but there's one on the panel called Zrilic, and the other one on the panel is called uh, Zelic. Um, and so the SBS commentary team, I think there's a fairly big grin. Uh, incredible result. Polly, disappointed or happy? I don't know. She doesn't care. She was a true neutral. Jack, do you care who won? He wanted England to win, but it was a uh, it was an excellent goal in extra time. And you've got to say that really, for ideas, Croatia had the most from about half time onwards. They deserved their equaliser, and they were really the only team that looked like scoring uh, in extra time. Um, and so we have a new finalist uh, and a possible new World Cup winner. And it's been an amazing World Cup, uh, which is worthy of such drama. 
and uh, and given the role of Croatia in Australian football, um, I have to say there's a there's a lot of warmth towards that team. They played brilliantly, and um, and I hope they and I hope they have a great game uh, on the weekend on Sunday. It's going to be amazing. Incredible! This country that's given Australian football so much. I can imagine all our Croatian friends back home having the day of their lives today. They must be so, so proud. Unbelievable. They've come off the back of two penalty shootout wins. They've fought back off the canvas in a semi-final. They are the most unlikely finalists the World Cup has seen in a bloody long time. This isn't about England right now. It's not about them. It's about Croatia. This is a win for the ages. This is one of the great semi-final wins in the history of the World Cup. Unbelievable stuff. Stuff of legend. Go to supersimplecards.com. They've sponsored our World Cup road trip and they offer a great range of greeting cards for all occasions with simple, classy designs. So go to supersimplecards.com, buy yourself a pack of 6, 10 or 12 cards and never be caught short a greeting card again. And if you use the offer code WORLDCUP while purchasing, you'll get 10% off your order and free shipping. Supersimplecards.com. Get on them.